Hello. Hi. It's amateur spice day. Hello. <laughs> Recorded in so long. It's been a minute, I know. Um, you got some teeth ripped out of your head. I did. Um, I went on a work trip and Ooh. I've just we've just been busy little ladies. And I feel like we were both really burnt out, but like honestly, just taking two weeks off, like I feel so refreshed. Yeah. We have so many new pod ideas, like episode ideas. We're good. Yeah, we are. Great. <laughs> Honestly, it has been, has been a lot nicer. Yeah, sometimes you just need a little break. Yeah, you got to listen to your body and your mind. And if you're burnt out, you're burnt out. And that's okay. And my body said, don't open your mouth for the last week. <laughs> oh, my God. I got my wisdom teeth out when I was like 17. Um, and I got them out on the same day as my sister. I don't know why, like, my parents thought that was a good idea. You could suffer together, I guess. Yeah, but it sucked. It sucked, so I don't envy you. I'm happy that you're feeling better. Yeah, they. I've needed mine out for, like, well over five years. But when they told me I needed them out, I stopped going to the dentist because I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> so, like, I don't know, all the nurses, like, kind of made jokes when I was there. They were like, wow, usually we don't see someone this old getting their wisdom teeth out. I was like, I'm only 27. Please leave me alone. That's so funny. Let me live my life, okay? Maybe I'm just a late bloomer. I guess the one perk is, like, they were so... They were a little impacted, which did suck. But also, they were, like, so close to the surface is I guess I don't have as big of holes in my mouth as people usually do when they get them removed so I'd say that's a perk I'd say that's a perk so I don't when I use that little syringe thing to clean out the holes like it's not as painful or as terrible as everyone has told me it was so horrible my bones were like wicked hard um and so it just took forever for them to heal I was in pain for a while it sucked I do like last week like my teeth hurt like all the rest of my teeth I was just like just like my whole mouth hurts at this well yeah because they're you know it's just the impact like from all that like pressure and stuff on your mouth it just affects everything and I don't know if it was because I tried to eat steak yesterday and it was like just too chewy or if I was laughing too much or whatever I was watching yesterday. But, like, when I was going to bed, like, my cheeks hurt. Like, I laughed too much. Like, you know that feeling? Yeah. Like, that it was me your mouth too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. anyway, enough about my team. How was your trip? Yeah. <laughs> How was your trip? That's more exciting to talk about than my teeth. <laughs> it was fun. I went and I worked with a creator who I've wanted to work with for a while and we shot some really good content um I shot a nun role play anal scene it's so hot it is so hot it's so hot the whole thing well I'm putting it up on many vids next week I Um, might buy it I'll send it to you Um, nice but um yeah, it's really beautiful and staged super well and scripted and there's costumes and there's like set shooting. We like went out like in the wild and like shot some like plot shit. Um and I'm really proud of it. it. Looks and it's just, so good. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting to make art that you're proud of, you know, because porn is art and what we do is art and it just like 
when I, when you're psyched about what you make, it just feels better and it motivates you to want to make more. Um, and so, yeah, so I did Honestly, that. I think it really, sorry to interrupt no. you. I feel like just watching you do that made me be like, wow, I should create more videos like with stories. Right. Like, yeah. Like, so many times I'm just like, all right, time to fuck. No, exactly. And like the person that I went and worked with, they, um, they really like, that's their whole deal is making like really nice scripted videos. Um, and I just like, was definitely very inspired by them. And they think that like, that's kind of where things in porn are trending where like, you know, more artistic stuff is going to start to be appreciated again, which I think is cool. So I shot that. And then I also shot my first bondage scene, which was really fun. So, so hot. (laughs) So hot. I just finished um, editing it this morning and like, oh, had to fan myself a little bit. But again, I just think it's like a really beautifully shot, cool concept video and I'm proud of it and I like it. And the person that I shot it with really respected my boundaries and like, you know, checked in a lot and provided proper aftercare after. I feel like that's kind of redundant, but it's fine. But you know what I mean? No, um, yeah, that's important. Yeah. And it just was like re- a really nice experience. And I'm very excited for everyone to see it. So yeah, it was really fun. And it ins- like just really motivated me to kind of like keep going on this creative trend I'm feeling lately. Yeah. Yay, that's awesome. Yay. Yeah. I'm literally so obsessed with all the content you made. It all looks so fucking good. So good. Yeah. Super, super inspiring little trip. And I was in Philly for it. And I got to like explore a little bit in Philly on the last day I was there. And I saw some cool ass stuff. It's a cool ass city. Nice. Liked it. Yeah. I'm supposed if you're to like the spooky shit, you should go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. But that it feels like forever ago. I feel like so much has happened since then, just because we did take like longer than we planned on off. I'm kind of fighting a cold right now, so I feel like I'm like out of breath while I'm talking. So I'm sorry <laughs> if y'all can hear me like huffing and puffing while you listen to this. Um, okay. I feel um, like my cheeks are already starting to get sore. Maybe I'm smiling too much today. I gotta stop. Yeah. He's smizing. The next thing that we kind of wanted to talk about, just because, like, I feel like it would be weird if we didn't, you know what I mean? If you're a sex worker on Twitter, and maybe even not on Twitter, but just, like, in the social media, mostly on Twitter, I would say, zeitgeist of sex work, I'm sure you've heard about some of the accusations that have come out against, like, a really popular creator do you think it's okay to say his name? I don't know how we should we say his name? Should we not? I feel like there are so there's a whole fucking account made for them. Like I feel like at this point, like sure. Yeah. Also, none of this is like we are not like saying anything is true or not, you know, like we're these not are all quoted allegations. Yeah, these are all allegations. Like we're not accusing anyone of anything. We're not saying anything is true. We're just talking about something we saw on Twitter.com. Yes. 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 Little disclaimer. Um, But I'm sure if you are on Twitter, as I'm sure most of the people who listen to this podcast are, um, you've heard about some of the accusations that have come out against Heaven POV. It's just like a shitty thing. And... I don't really want to go into detail because like it's triggering. It's a lot of stuff, but like 
long story short, he did not respect people's boundaries. He, like, sounds like allegations, 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 but sound like supposedly, like, when people told them their boundaries, he purposely broke them. Like, very not great stuff. Yeah. And that's just like, something that shouldn't happen also supposedly a lot of off-camera stuff which yeah is also just strange like uh, sometimes I understand like there are some performers who have just like such great chemistry they're okay with off-camera stuff but more often than not it is a red flag if someone's trying to do stuff with you off-camera because exactly. like, what's the fucking point point? and for you to always be doing that every single time with every creator you try to perform with like it just is really indicative that like you have a problem and like this might be a job for you but like this also is something that you're using to to serve whatever is going on inside of you you know what I mean and like it just is really clear that he violated if this is true allegation 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 um you know someone who did stuff like that like anyone who does things like that they're really violating every single like moral and ethical code I like to think that performers in the adult industry should follow and like I think that the at the core the biggest one is just respecting people's fucking boundaries and like listening to them and like not taking it as a personal challenge that you need to break them. And I don't think that like this ever should happen again. And hopefully it's a lesson. Yeah. So I feel like we're going to kind of use this as kind of a, I don't know what the right word is, like a point, like we're going to use this as our topic today in a way. I also just to, not to interrupt, but to interrupt real quick too. I just want to say, like, we are sending lots of love to anyone who's been yes. affected by this. We love you, and we're really sorry that this happened. And you know, we hope that you can start to heal. Yeah, and that also goes for like any survivors of anything, like not just anyone impacted by heaven POV, like anyone that has had any sort of terrible interaction or has felt violated by another creator or not even just in like personal life like shit sucks this shouldn't fucking happen to anyone and it's fucking terrible that it does yeah hopefully this is the start of people being held accountable in the industry for shit like this definitely yeah so today we're going to talk about like consent and safety and maybe aftercare a little bit too yeah just a little bit of like some do's and don'ts maybe of how you should interact with other performers but like also at the same time I feel like you could talk about this stuff all day long and there's always gonna be that shitty ass person exactly which fucking sucks but like if you're like haven't done collabs before and you're maybe a little bit nervous I guess here are like some tips to maybe try to protect yourself as best as possible yeah And just like in any, just like, you know, how to be respectful and how to conduct yourself properly in a collab in general, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're here to like fuck and have fun. Like, it's great that we get to do this as our job, but like, 
key word, it is a job. Like we're Mm -hmm. here to be professional as well. And like, I think as adult performers, we need to toe that line, like really carefully and really respectfully. And like, it always needs to be in the back of our head or else like people are going to get abused and hurt, which is like what you've seen in this situation. You know what I mean? I think also some of it is harder if you're friends with people just Mm -hmm. because sometimes if you're more friends with them or more friendly with them, like sometimes you think things might be okay that aren't. So I think like, even if you are quote unquote friends with someone in the industry or even in general, like it's still important to go over consent and boundaries and like what is allowed and what is not. Exactly. And if they are weird about it or they don't respect it or they act like you're being too serious, like red flag, you know, Yeah, they should. A, a real friend, a real friend would respect it. Yes. So the, I think like the, something that I kind of, I wanted to read is like the account that has had all of like the, I'm not going to read like any accusations or anything, but the account that has been gathering all of that, um, they posted like a screenshot of somewhere that they sent like, you know, some like guidelines on how, you know, to act during like a professional collab. And again, like what Nixie said, like, I think that there are definitely like, you know, it's different if you're like shooting a video with your partner, whereas, you know, or you're shooting a video with someone you're just like meeting online the first time or even a friend or something. So like, I guess like always follow your own discretion, but these are like some really good, you know, guidelines to follow, I would think if you don't really have any in place already. Um, So I'm going to read them. The Twitter account, by the way, if you do want to go look at any of this, if you don't know what we're talking about, um, is Cancel Heaven POV. It has a lot of stuff, but trigger warning for sexual say, assault. Yeah, I would say like, very big trigger warning. assault, yeah. Um, so professional conduct would go like this. So if you're doing anything other than what I'm about to list, you're doing it wrong. Contact model politely and professionally without hitting on them at all. Don't call them sexy or mention your attraction at all. None of that shit set up a business transaction and make it happen, which like, yeah, you know, like any DMs that I get in my inbox from like, um, usually a, a male model being like, I think you're so hot. We'd make such sexy content together, blah, blah, blah. Like, unless it says like, Hey, I am interested in working together or Hey, I would like to talk about working together. Like if it has like a pickup line in there, like odds are, I'm probably not going to respond unless you're someone <laughs> I've been like friends with and flirty with for a long time. You know what I mean? That's just like kind of unprofessional. Sorry. Yeah, it's, again, like we are working. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is also our job. And y- by doing that, what you're telling me is like, you're not taking this and working with me seriously, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Valid and clean, full panel STD test, ready to rock at least 48 hours before every scene given every time. Like you need to get tested. It's just like, that should be a no brainer. Mm hmm. When you are in the presence of talent, you do not flirt with them, make suggestive comments at them, try to touch them, call them sexy, overly compliment them until the camera is rolling. If the girls want to have anything to do with you off camera, you won't need to do any of that shit anyways. They will be on top of it. Exactly. Like there are situations where you might have chemistry and like it can be established like that something's going to happen off camera. But like, unless that is verbally and like very clearly established and consented to like, don't keep trying to push to get fluffed and shit like that. Like that's really, really unprofessional. Also fluffing. If you don't know, like if someone listening doesn't know, it's like 
trying to keep like someone with a penis hard like when the camera's not rolling and like a lot of people who are shitty will use that as an excuse to try to get like sex off camera yeah Um, like side note like I do that for my partner but like he's my fucking partner exactly (laughs) I have been with them for years so like I'm always having sex with them off camera so like very different (laughs) you shouldn't be expected to perform this act for someone on a professional set that you're showing up to even if it's just like a trade shoot where you're in a hotel room with someone like you're there to fuck on camera you're not there to be like giving them a blow job for 15 minutes before you know what I mean like and if they try to get that they're a fucking weirdo yep um before shooting especially if your content has anything rough or non-vanilla at all you should know exactly what you are going to do so you can walk the talent through your plan step by step And make sure that you are absolutely okay with everything you are doing and planning, which is like key, you know, like make sure that you consent to everything. Make sure like everyone's boundaries are being respected. Like don't do anything you didn't say you're going to do first. Like, especially if you're shooting something hardcore, like that's our, like whether or not you consent to a hardcore scene, like you are going to go through something hardcore. Like you're gonna like your body's gonna react specific ways like to have something else thrown at it can like really trigger like a traumatic response within you and like you need to you know what I mean like don't be fucking stupid um don't deviate from the script which is kind of what I just said get your nut again like don't expect someone to fluff you like don't draw it out off camera like I think one of the big like overarching themes of everything that came out was that like it would be drawn on for hours and hours and hours and like Mm -hmm. a shoot should never last more than two and a half to three hours I feel like you know what I mean yeah um send the girl home ASAP or person I this is this is gendered but like I'm not trying to to gender you know what I mean um this is their job nobody wants to be at work longer than they have to this isn't a hookup culture there are apps for that exactly like we're working yeah But yeah, I think those were all really good points. And I mean, like you said, like you, things can also, I guess, like differ a little bit if you talk about it beforehand. Like you have to be very clear. And I feel like it's important to go over at least what I would want if I was collabing with someone I didn't really know. Like I would like to not necessarily plan our whole shoots, but I'd like an idea of like what the other person wants to shoot. Because if they are like, I want the super hardcore, I mean, I'm into hardcore stuff, but like if they're like, I want this super crazy anal video, like just so crazy and intense. And I'm like, and they don't tell me that until I get there, then I'm going to be like, well, I don't want to do that. So like, this is a waste of time. (laughs) Especially with stuff like that, where like you need to prep and clean and like, you know, be ready and like eat a specific diet a few days before. Like, I think that like that, like you just need to think about shit like that, you know, like you can't just be like, oh, I want to, I want this. So I'm just going to take it. Yeah. Like if you want to film something specific or yeah, if you want something super specific, I feel like that needs to be expressed beforehand. Yeah. Especially if it's like BDSM realm, like anal, like you said, something you have to prep for. Like anything like that, I feel like that needs to be discussed before you even meet up because mm-hmm. like you don't want to go into a situation where they're expecting some crazy ass scene and you're like, whoa. Exactly. Because like once again, that's just like exposing 
you're exposing yourself as like not knowing what the fuck you're doing, you know? Yep. And I feel like general boundaries are probably also a good idea to go over before meeting up too. Yeah. If there's anything you're very like, we, I am not okay with X, Y, Z. But then I feel like also when you're in person, like if there's some things you're like, and eh, maybe I would be okay with this. Like if it was with the right person, like maybe express that when you meet them, depending on vibe, like, exactly. like something like slapping, like I'm okay with slapping with the right people. But if there was someone that I was like, I feel like I don't like vibe or trust you as much as I would like, like, don't slap me. Yeah. Right. And like, you can all, it's always okay too to like agree to something beforehand and then revoke that. You know what I mean? So like, if, if you- they have an issue with that. Bye. Fuck them. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> like, so if you do like agree, like to have someone like slap you or choke you or something, and then you know, on set you kind of get a weird vibe, like you can revoke that. It's okay. And like if they get mad, like you're a weirdo. hmm And I feel like mostly like professional studios do this more often than not, but I feel like it's not a bad idea to do it with small creators too, but like record you guys going over boundaries yeah consent video yeah make a consent video talking about what you are and are not okay with so then if anything happens you have that video where you explicitly were like don't do this mm-hmm. yeah share it with each other immediately before you even shoot like make sure yeah, everyone has it like just do everything like it, it's unfortunate that like there are so many things that like we need to do to protect ourselves but like you know make sure you are doing these things for, to protect yourself because it's scary yeah. out there mm-hmm. I was gonna say something about STD testing just fucking do it don't lie don't conceal anything yeah. don't send um doctored screenshots because you will get found out you'll get blacklisted from every testing facility um and it's a fucking horrible thing to do like I just feel like it's such a like black and white thing you know Yes. And I feel like there are also instances where you could talk to someone and they may be okay with like not the industry standard, but like what I'm trying to say is like, I go to a doctor because I'm broke as shit, Mm -hmm. but like the people that I collab with are okay with that. If anyone that I collabed with, because I'm always very upfront about that. I'm always like, hey, I don't usually go to talent testing only because like my budget is very tight. But if anyone was like, hey, I would be much more comfortable with a talent test, then I would go do it. Exactly. It's all like, at the end of the day, like I think if there was a big theme to like what this episode is about and like the one tagline just like you know establishing establishing boundaries before and making sure everyone is comfortable before like going into it everyone knows what's going down you know yeah like it's just all about what you and like your scene partner are comfortable with you know yeah and like I've collabed with people that were a little bit more low-key and like they were okay with a test that I had a month ago or two months ago because I only have been with my partner since then so like no not the industry standard but like if someone did want the industry standard like I would do it no questions asked yeah exactly and like just like I'm sure those people like if they went to go work with someone who wanted the industry standard immediately they would produce that you know what I mean yeah Yeah, exactly yeah just all about being completely honest 
about your results and about your timelines and about all of that, you know? Yeah. Being upfront and honest is very important. Don't lie. And like, if you, if someone says like, Hey, I got a doctor's one like two months ago and like you don't really know them. Like, I feel like that's totally okay to be like, Hey, I'd rather have this. And I'd rather exactly. have that. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to be like, I want up-to-date testing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't ever be afraid to like make someone upset about stuff like that. Cause they shouldn't get upset. You know, it's like work. Yeah. You're just being professional. Exactly. I was going to talk about something else. Now I don't remember. I mean, I feel like that's kind of, we've kind of you know not like hammered at home but like I think the big thing is just you know respecting the boundaries set by your scene partner not pushing anything not purposely trying to break them because you think it's fun being honest and just you know like we're here to work like be professional yeah. like I was say don't treat it like a fucking hookup like you said yeah. like no compliments no trying to do stuff off camera like yeah. it's work and don't ever like if you're if your kink is like hardcore shit like follow the right way to do that because no one should ever leave a a shoot with permanent bodily injury yeah that too like if you are into the hardcore stuff great but i would like double check with them to make like the partner that you're trying to film with and make sure they understand safe words they understand like the high risk and low risk places on the body mm-hmm. to impact. like make sure they are aware of all these things. If they're not, they're probably not a great person to do a hardcore scene with. Yeah. Yeah. Like that stuff is just, you know, it's with the right people. It's fun, but it's also a really sensitive hardcore thing. That's why it's fucking called hardcore, you know? So like you need to make sure you're just going about it the right way or else someone can get really hurt. And I feel like, going kind of in the topic and realm of like hardcore like aftercare is also important even if it is related like just because it's a work-related scene doesn't mean you can do something crazy hard and intense and then just like leave and go about your day like yeah like I feel like that also should maybe be communicated at the beginning too like hey when I do a scene like this like I need xyz and aftercare and I feel yeah. like that's important to like kind of like talk about beforehand too. Oh, definitely. And it just like it just is respectful to your scene partner as a submissive. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, it's just something you should be doing, I think. I guess what is your opinion on like types of aftercare though? Like I'm usually a sub and like I don't really do hardcore stuff outside of my partner, but like I don't know. Do you think it's weird to like ask a scene partner to like cuddle you after or something? I don't even think it needs to be like cuddling necessarily, but just being like, you know, affirming them verbally and like being a little bit affectionate and like hugging them. And just, you know, if you do want to be cuddled, like it doesn't hurt to ask. And like if they're kind of weird about that, maybe just finding a middle ground between that and some type of affection after or else you know maybe you don't shoot the scene if that's something that's like really important to you you know yeah because also like sub drops a real thing like if you don't get aftercare like it is very easy to get sub drop and you're just like depressed for days exactly and like I just 
I, I feel like I keep saying like a variation of this, but like if they don't want to do aftercare, like, you know, are they really necessarily being dominant for the right reasons? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Like, are they really respecting you in the way that they should be during the scene if they're not going to respect you after? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And again, like it doesn't need to be like giving them and like, you know, taking them out to eat or spoiling them or cuddling them for hours. But some type of respect and affection, I think, is due after something like that, you know? Yeah. So that's my take. Agree. Nice. I only said snuggling because that's why I do it to my partner. But he's also like my partner of multiple years. So exactly. <laughs> I do love a good cuddle, though. Right. Sometimes it's needed after a hardcore scene. I'm like, just hold me. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like we've said everything we need to say on it. If you're someone who abuses people on sets, fuck you. I hope you die. Um, and if you're someone who has been hurt on set, I I am sending you a lot of love and I hope that you have all the support you need. Mm-hmm. Also, can we like believe victims? Yeah. Like if someone... No one want you know, like just just be respectful and believe people when they come out about stuff because like it's never fun to come out about a traumatic thing that has had happened to you and have people just like not believe you and ridicule ridicule you. So And just maybe- because you had a great experience with the performer doesn't mean that everyone else has. Exactly. Like people are multifaceted and like I don't know. How many people do you know that have said a shitty thing about you behind your back and you never would guess? And like, that's so not comparable, but like people just start, you know, you never know someone. And like, I just think that it's really a shitty thing to do. So just be respectful and believe people. And like to be confronted with allegations of someone doing something shitty and to just say, well, it's a complicated situation is like, I just do some, some inner searching. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, we believe we believe people here. Yep. Um. So yeah, let's. I guess on a lighter note, I think that's kind of everything we had to say about it. Yeah. I feel like we have some reply guys to share. Guys, I have four. Um, they're all pretty funny. This one is just like so weird. It's this guy, and his profile picture is him petting a horse. Um. Hey, gorgeous lady, I was really struck by your profile and I would greatly appreciate it if you could take a moment to engage in a pleasant conversation with me. (laughs) It was on Instagram. So the ones on like stuff like that on Instagram is always just like extra funny to me. I don't know. I feel like it takes more effort on Instagram to send a creepy DM. Even though it definitely doesn't. There's just like something about it. (laughs) I got this one on Twitter that says, Hey, would it be weird if I'm forward and introduce myself on here? I don't care who you are. Unless you're sending me money, I don't care. Right? This one is, like, normal, you know? It's just someone, like, DMing me to ask me about buying used underwear. But, like, they're definitely British. And the way that they said this is so funny because I can just picture, like, a really proper little Brit saying it so i'm gonna say it in an accent do you sell your worn knickers please sweetie <laughs> do you sell your worn knickers oh my god so i love it laugh too much i'm sorry it's so cute it's adorable okay. it is it's good knickers, please sweetie <laughs> 
Okay, so I like, I like this one because it says, how do I get to experience you? And then in all capital letters, Nixie. <laughs> I want to ride the Nixie. Here I am. I don't, that sounds kind of like a fun ride. I don't like <laughs> roller coasters, but I'd ride the Nixie. Would you be a roller coaster? Would you be a tunnel of love? Would you be like a swing ride? I'd be a bumper car. Ooh, that's a good one. I would be. uh, I don't know. I feel like I'd be like one of those like back and forth thingies. No, I'd be like a like an old school like wooden roller coaster. Mm, I hate those. those. I love them. I don't like roller coasters, but I like those. Really? It's like the opposite for me. I'll go on wooden roller coasters, but no, I like the big ones that like go upside down. I've been watching this girl on TikTok lately who's been like doing um, like creepy music narration to um, like people who've died in ro- on roller coasters and theme parks and shit. And I'm never riding a roller coaster ever again because of it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people die on roller coasters. I didn't know that. Um, This one guy just dm'd me i don't know what this means i want to know what it means he said the chili girl and then a bunch of heart emojis the chili girl. what does it mean the chili girl so some other a lot of dms i've been getting recently honestly i've been getting quite a few from like small ass twitter accounts being like hey if you appreciate my content could you give me a retweet and i'm like i don't even know your content because who are you you don't even follow me. They, yeah, they never follow you. Like, bitch, why would I then? The last one I have is just like, I, I can't. I, it's definitely like a copy and paste that this guy just sends to like every like sexy lady he finds. But it says, "Hi Eve, I hope you're doing great. Don't let haters affect you. Affect it's the Ron effect. You're strong and independent, and have worked really hard to get to where you are. Be proud of that, and continue doing what you love to do. Stay happy." Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks. Thank no. you. I have the strength to go on now because of you, good sir. Good. I'm so glad. They they really do be thinking that like <laughs> And I like I don't want to be mean because like, you know, it's nice that you're just like sending <laughs> shit like that, I guess. But like also like why? <laughs> right? Like I mean, why? <laughs> I'm not gonna just because you're nice is me. I'm gonna reply. No, literally. You know what other DMs I've been getting a lot lately? What? Been getting quite a few uh, DMs from people asking if they can promote me, and none of them have had more than a thousand followers. Weird. <laughs> like I have almost 125,000 followers what makes you think that I want you a page at 250 followers to promote me yeah what like I'm gonna okay. do for me yeah like at that point you're getting the clout for promoting me <laughs> some of the weirdest accounts try to sell promo and I'm just like what the fuck are you doing agree you know like why I had one more oh this one what I would give for the opportunity to get you pregnant. <laughs> when I saw that, I laughed so hard, mostly because I was like, you paying for the abortion or you paying no, for the literally. kid? Like, you just want to get me pregnant. Are you going to pay for anything of this child? 
that's the thing is like I'm not even trying to hate because like I low-key have a breeding kink too but like it's it's the funniest one you know what I mean like Like you couldn't just say come in me like you had to say you want to get me pregnant that's the thing like when they're like when guys are like I want you to tell me that you want me to put a baby in you and stuff I'm just like no because logistically I start thinking yep it's funny it is funny funny i'm also really bad at like being present during sex though so that's my issue too sometimes i am too i am always thinking about something else it's horrible like it's actually so bad like i can never just like be present i think that's why i like it like really hardcore because <laughs> you can be present yeah lately i've been smoking right before i have sex i'm very into it that is the best I don't know if I just need to be high as fuck, but yeah, that is the best. It is nice to to have stony sex. Recently, I had sex while I was on mushrooms, and that was really good. But the other person has to be on mushrooms too, you <laughs> know. Weird, and it has to be the same type of trip, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't be on mushrooms and some dudes like they can't like they're on something else, you know. It has to be like together. This is kind of off topic, but I filmed the hottest video yesterday between my new like clip on light Mm -hmm. and learning about cinematic mode on iphones it was it was so good i was you have one of the new ones that has that yeah so jealous i still have i was still wet after and that never happens like usually i film i come and i'm done yeah when i was done filming that texted my partner i was like you're gonna fuck me when we get home (laughs) When you get home from work, you're fucking me because I'm still turned on. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm seeing if maybe if I have it and I didn't realize. Which one do you have? Uh, The t- 12 Max Pro. Oh, I have a 13 Pro. Yeah, I don't have it. Though. That's annoying. That's fine. 60 frames per second looks insane. Rah. Okay, anyways. <laughs> um, Do you have anything to plug? Yeah, so... I guess I'm still kind of doing Twitter assistants. I don't know. Like, I could take on another client. Like, I do have time for a client. And OnlyFans has been slow as fuck this month, at least for me. So, I don't think we've recorded really this month. But I... So, I, on the first... Now I'm going off on tangent. Sorry. No, it's okay. On the first, I increased my prices because I put a lot on my feed for no ppv like i have over 50 full-length videos on my feed boy girl and like solo and i have like almost four thousand pictures i think like i have a lot of content and my new sub price was seven dollars and my rebuild was 14 so i increased it to 16 so my new sub price is eight dollars only a dollar more rebills only two dollars more like I said, that was the first. Today's the 18th that we're recording. I haven't had a single rebill this whole month. It's been My so single one. Um, that's so frustrating. It is very frustrating. Like most days, this I think I don't think I've had a single day this month that I've made over $50 on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time, it's like $20. Yeah. So yeah, if you want a Twitter assistant, I could use some more money. <laughs> Twitter assisting, you do promo, you do... I do promo, I do uh, following expired subs, I do vol organization, I do a bunch of stuff. But I am also building my clips for sale site this week and weekend, so hopefully that will help a little bit. Yeah. 
doing some new stuff. Yeah, if you want to follow me anywhere, my at is Nixie Knight, N-Y-X-I-E-K-N-I-G-H-T. And that's on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. NixieKnight.com is my link tree with literally everything. NaughtyNixie.com is my OnlyFans. I think that's it. Go give her some love. She just got teeth ripped out. Please. Um, yeah, I am now like $2,500 more in credit card debt because I had to pay for it up front fuck that we need yeah. we need universal dental and universal health care just universal everything anyways um my website where you can get almost everything my <coughs> excuse me my instagram my only fans my no ppv only fans i'm gonna update it to have my many vids on there by the end of the day um that is messy x bangs m-e-s-s-y-x-b-a-n-g-s dot com um, my Twitter is messy X bangs as well. And yeah, I think that's all I have to plug. I'm going to really be beefing up my many vids this week. I'm sending out some exciting new Ooh. videos and yeah. Yeah. I've been doing more on my many vids. I have a many vids assistant, even though I'm broke as shit, they were pretty affordable, but I think they're really helping me get more exposure to my many vids. So hell yeah. yeah. Um, we love you guys. Instagram at yep. Amateur Spice. We still want to do a Q and A for episode fifty, so send us questions. Please. Okay. Um. Yeah, we love you guys. We really appreciate right. listening. And again, like this has been a kind of tense week and a half. Week, not even a week and a half. Couple of fucking days. Just yeah, like Twitter. Terrible. Yeah, in Twitter, in the community, and like if you're struggling and you're having a hard time and shit's getting resurfaced for you because of this um we love you and we hope you're doing okay yeah we love you also if you're a sex worker and you didn't already know pineapple is a mental health organization that works directly with sex workers so if you need to talk to someone pineapple is a great resource yeah, that's been recommended to me um before by multiple people. So definitely yeah, I don't it. know their Twitter handle or like URL off the top of my head, but we'll link it. yeah. We'll yeah. link it in our description. I, I have it I have it in a notes in my phone. I'll send it to you. Nice. Thank you guys. We love you. Mwah, Thanks. Mwah. We love you. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.